Hey guys and welcome to the Transformation Mindset Podcast. I am your mindset coach Lucy and this podcast is to advise you on my best mindset motivational tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. guys and welcome back. So it's been a short while since I've done my own little nugget so I wanted to jump on here and get one done today. It's been a very busy week with me moving down south. I no longer live in Scotland, I now live in England. That happened over the weekend which is just amazingly exciting. Um, I'm now living with my other half which is just fantastic and with this I hit a blip. And of all the days it would happen, it was the day I moved in, which is insane. So the day that I moved down south to live with my partner, um, an old habit creeped in. And this is where my episode is going to come from. So the, the, the episode is based on priming and how you prime your mind and this is something that the the famous Tony Robbins talks about and it is so true and it's something that we all should be again aware of and what how we are priming our mind to handle things so for me and this is just an example because an example of how priming your mind can also be a negative thing because we can prime our minds positively and negatively without us knowing subconsciously we are priming our minds for everything which is why it is so important as I keep saying to be self-aware because the weekend the day that I moved in on Sunday is a perfect example of how negatively priming your mind can inevitably result in a negative behavioural pattern which is something that I have not done and I have not felt that way in a very very long time. Now the whole priming actually started 24 hours before. So I had spent the night with my best friend on the Saturday night because it was the last night we were going to spend time together. She'd got me this beautiful memory book full of photos and written memories from all my loved ones back in Edinburgh um, and something that I could bring away with me and add to as time goes on of memories when I go back to see all my friends and family and build this book up for my memories. And it was just beautiful. Now I am not a crier. I'm not somebody who gets emotional over happy things. However, this definitely struck a nerve. I sobbed like a little baby with all the little messages and particularly from my younger siblings. Um, And it was just beautiful. Such a lovely, lovely gift. I've never been gifted anything like this before. And it was something that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Um, And from that moment, as much as it was a rush of positive emotions, there was still that sort of sadness to it because obviously I will miss and I do miss these loved ones. 
However, it's all for a good thing. It's all for the excitement of the future. And nothing could deter me from moving down here because it's my future and I'm excited to see where it all goes. However, so with this prime and with this, you know, walk down memory lane, um, it kind of opened up some old wounds that I haven't thought about in a very long time because to be perfectly honest, none of these wounds are really relevant to me now. Um, but we did go get into the topic of the fact that neither of my parents were in there and, you know, the act, like when we were talking about it, I was like, well, it doesn't really bother me. Like, it's, it, I'm, this is what I'm used to. Like, it's what, how I've grown up. Um, their involvement has been minimal. I wouldn't want them in there anyway because nothing that they could write in there would, well, would mean anything. So, and it would, in my opinion, and it sounds awful, but almost ruin the memories that were there for me. And I still have the utmost respect for my parents. They're still my parents. I don't hate them. Um, they're just not people that I would add as to the top of my list of people that I'm going to miss because I have no relationship with them. And that is okay. I'm absolutely fine with that. But this is where 24 hours before, we started talking down that memory lane. And... Um, we then had a lovely evening. We were sat and watched some funny movies and, you know, we had a little glass of wine, which I don't normally have. So that will have also primed me to be a little off the following day, as alcohol always does, particularly wine. And as I said, I'm not a drinker. I only had I had one large glass, but I only had the one glass. Um, but it's still something that will have primed me to behave the way I did on the Sunday. So next morning we get up, me and my best friend, we used to go to a cafe every Sunday morning. We'd go run across the fourth road bridge um, and then we would do our run however long we would run for. And then we would go down to the cafe as our treat, have a coffee and have our breakfast. So we went back into our old cafe. We haven't been for a wee while for breakfast, which was lovely before she dropped me off at the airport. And whilst we were sitting having breakfast, we went back down talking memory lane we were also talking about all the exciting things that the future are going to hold. She's probably more excited than I am about, you know, family and everything that this move and moving in with my partner represents going forward. And so whilst we were having this conversation, we also then inevitably went the walk down memory lane, particularly for her, because she's been so happy for me to meet my partner and to meet their family and everything that they have provided for me already um, and the relationship that we have and the incredible bond that we have and for her she's always been very critical of the people in my life um, probably because she's probably the most protective person I've got in my life um, as us girls know that's what our best friend's for and whereas from the moment she met Ross, she loved him and she knew this was this was the right path for me. And so with that, we were then got into talking about my ex-partners and the situations I've been in the past. And I, due to my family background, my trust issues were a lot farther than what a typical person's. My trust was never down to cheating or anything like that I'm not a jealous person 
but I would always question a person's motives. And I'm talking from partners to friends to even family members. Because of the past I had, I questioned everyone's motives for everything. Um, And it was an issue for a long time, but we got through it. However, because we started talking about all this, and obviously because it was my behavioural issues... I primed myself from this conversation, from the night before, from the drinking of wine. I didn't even realise that subconsciously these were habits that I had solidified, not over the course of a year or a few months, for years. So this was a real, it's like having a smoker who smoked the majority of their life and then they quit, but then they take that one smoke a cigarette and they're almost hooked instantly. For me, it's exactly the same thing. That habit was so ingrained that I hadn't even realised that the conversation we were having and because, as I said, because I wasn't feeling myself because I had the glass of wine the night before and from the conversation the night before and the walk down memory lane, I had primed myself for the moment that I moved here. <laughs> and it's And it's crazy. And I'm so grateful and lucky to have a partner who's so understanding and could read between the lines of what the behavior I had done or the the way I had behaved was completely out with my character from what we've been through over the last six months and I got here God bless him, he was exhausted, he'd been working so, so hard over the previous couple of days so that we had a couple of days, just the two of us, so that I could settle in with him and he wasn't having to work quite so much but he was exhausted and we had to drive the whole way back from the airport which was about 40 minutes drive Um, and so we got back and everything was fine but he was, because he was tired and I knew he was tired but the way that my brain had then been primed, I started again, to question motives. And I questioned, well, why is he not as enthusiastic? Why is this that? I knew the answer. I even had the own, my own answers. I knew what the, the problem was. Yet because this old habit had creeped back in, I then went completely against my usual behaviour. And I had a moment of weakness where I didn't trust him. Or I not that I didn't trust him, I was looking for a reason not to trust him. And as I've said before, what you, if you, it's when you start looking for things that you'll find problems. Now, I knew there was nothing to find, yet I went looking anyway. And I am disgraced at myself that I did because it goes completely against everything that I believe in. And the minute I did, I owned up to it and I spoke to my partner about it and I said, look, I am... I, there's there's no excuse explained everything and the minute I did he just hugged me and said it's okay um he knew my past and once I'd kind of talked like he kind of figured that the the couple of days were going to lead to me feeling a little bit more insecure because it does open things from the past and he's well aware of that and I'm so grateful to have a mature partner who can see these things and can see that it wasn't a typical act of behavior that is going to it's not something that I'm going to make a habit of because I'm over all these issues it was just a whirlwind an absolute whirlwind of emotions and 
I'd etched, my subconscious had etched back into previous habits because of that. Everything has been nothing but fantastic since then. Absolutely amazing. And it, like I couldn't feel more stupid for feeling that way. But this is just a small example of how important priming your mind is. If you are not aware of everything that you are absorbing, if what you're listening to, what you're watching, everything that you're listening to, the people you're surrounding yourself with, if you are not aware of these things and what they are doing to you subconsciously, you have no idea the results. They could be completely different if you were more aware of everything you're absorbing. If you're spending all your time listening to the news or watching drama stuff on the TV, watching or, or even listening to drama on YouTube when you're sitting when you're on your way to work if you're sitting listening to to sort of negative podcasts or um comparing yourself to people online or if you're surrounding yourself with people who are constantly questioning everything that you're doing or telling you that you shouldn't be doing this and you can't do that of course you're going to believe all of these things it's why we have so many people nowadays with these mental health issues and paranoia and anxiety because everything is a question mark. Everything is a question mark. But it's because you're priming your mind that way. And I've kind of rambled on for a little while. However, I'm going to give you one top tip as to how to reverse this and to try and prime your mind positively. It's something I have all of my clients doing. I think it's it's very small, very simple, very quick to do, but it's something that I feel should be done. In fact, I'm going to give you two tips. One of them we already know about, and that is visualization, aka daydreaming. And that is what I get all my clients to do. My clients absolutely love it. I'm fairly sure I've talked about this in a previous episode, but it is the best way to prime your mind. If you can envision and believe and feel everything that you want to achieve, you will achieve it. Um, and then same goes for the second part, which is in your journal to spend five minutes in the morning when you first get up and five minutes before you go to bed to write down in the morning your five affirmations for the day. So, or not even five, two, three, whatever affirmations for the day things you intend to achieve that day and then at the end of that day do two three things you're grateful for that day so and no matter what you do you will always be able to find something you're grateful for even if you've had the worst day in the world maybe you've had one person that you've been able to turn to maybe instead of it being raining on that day it was sunny and you could get some fresh air and you could walk through the problem walk through the problem there's always something you can find maybe you're even just grateful to have a roof over your head and a pillow to lie on but look for the good in every single day and start every single day with good intentions and you will start to prime your mind with a habit of living your life this way and these these things should be done every single day in my opinion so that's what I'm going to leave you with, guys. Let me know how you get on. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. Share and like, and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Love. 
Thank you for tuning into this episode, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please like, share, send me some love and pass on to anybody you feel who might benefit from listening to it. This podcast is for educational purposes only. If you feel you have a real issue, please make sure you get the right help and contact a licensed physician. Catch you in the next episode, guys.